0: What up, Tate Schoolers, and welcome to another great episode of Tate School of Fitness Fitness Corner Podcast. And on today's episode, we got our man Solomon in the building to recap this the first season of the Fitness Corner Podcast. Can't believe that we are already one season in. We are starting season two very soon. Uh, May get an end before the year is out. May take a little break, don't know yet. we still trying to figure this thing out, but uh, season one was packed with a lot of great interviews, a lot of great moments, and just want to talk about them. Uh, first, let's welcome my man Solomon in the building today. How are you doing today, sir?
1: What's up, good brother? How's it going?
0: Great, man. Um, this has been a year, <laughs> this has been a year just for everything from social um, and injustice a pandemic um election um oh my gosh jobs being lost um, health in general and people actually you know ha- really staying at home they we have to stay at home so that has been different from the American way because we're used to doing things going and Whatever we feel like doing, we do. But this year was a different kind of energy. It was a change, and good things did come out of this year. You had a lot of people become creators. You know, um, myself, your, you know, you, you, and um, you as well. But um, starting podcasts and just you know creating creating our own lanes and working through this the best that we actually can and at the moment and it's been great because a lot of things have transpired um to get us through um what has been what has been one of the most uh uh i guess monumental moments for you on your journey in 2020 this year
1: oh man i think just having to sit down not being able to move around like we normally do has given a lot of people the opportunity to just do a lot of introspection, reflect on things and just kind of figure out what's next. So I think for me, I'm used to being busy and doing a lot of stuff. So being forced to sit down gave me opportunity to have to find a new outlet. And in finding a new outlet, I started a podcast and I think that's been probably one of the biggest things I've been able to do this year.
0: Oh yeah. That's one thing we can say, how people always put stuff off. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. We had no excuse none. this year. Like none. Um this was the year to get it done um by any means necessary. Yeah. Uh especially with people who actually have been their employment has been affected by everything that's going on. You had to find a way, and I think again, I'm not saying that's a good thing that people actually lost their jobs, but it is a good thing because you re- you actually focus and realize what your talents are. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of people is like, Why was like, wow, was they surprised themselves?" I mean, even me included, that you know you can do something. This podcast, because most people who know me will really know me. They know that I'm I'm really a shy guy. believe it or not like I don't I talk when I if we have a very close relationship but most of the time I just sit back and just chill and let people do them just let people live their lives and to be so open and honest especially uh in the first episode the first couple of episodes um about just uh personal struggles telling my story the episode about grief you know um that's definitely outside of my comfort zone by sharing so much with um the world. Because, you know, we played all over the world um, uh, in seven countries. So just to share that, that was definitely outside of the box, outside of the spirit. I mean, episode of my beautiful scr- struggle and I am and the grief episode was major to me as far as growing and stepping outside of the box and just experiencing uh, this thing we call life, uh, with especially with the pandemic, um, just everything. Because I think people need to hear with the craziness that goes on out in the world. Need to hear the truth. Yeah. Somebody just, um, you know, really just telling their telling their truth. So yeah. I, mean,
1: um, I know personally, I, I appreciate your openness and vulnerability with with a lot of the episodes, and you do a great job of that. And I, I don't think you understand how important that is for a lot of people who are going through things but they don't have a voice to speak about it so yes. hearing it from you and you talking about how you've dealt with certain things has been a blessing for a lot of people so just keep doing what you're doing man
0: well I appreciate it and like and likewise I mean because again um I was speaking to my brother earlier today about how in a lot of cases in a lot of spaces unfortunately a lot of um, black men, we are we don't talk about emotions. We don't speak um, on our emotions because, yeah. and unfortunately, the history of this country, a lot of times when we do speak up or we show too much emotion, it can either get us killed just yeah. for being upset for something that actually is shit make you upset. So a lot of times, unfortunately, we suffer in silence. Yeah. So I just decided I'm not doing that anymore. If I need something, if I feel a certain way, I'm going to express that. I'm not going to be around here yelling and being just ridiculous. But if I feel something, I'm going to talk about it. Um, You know, for minorities especially,
1: being able to express your emotions in a positive way is somewhat of a privilege. You know what I mean? Absolutely. A lot lot of us, we're not afforded the opportunity to express ourselves because we can't, you know, you can't, you can't be your authentic self at work. You don't want to be labeled a certain way. You you can't be out in the streets. And if you get mad as a black man, you the angry black man, that's it. You know, that's it. So this, this platform is, is great for those who can't do it to hear somebody who, who is able to, and can show them ways to properly and effectively express themselves, you know. So, man, you're you a blessing to a lot of people, man.
0: Oh, thank you. And uh, likewise, I mean, we can't now, na- we cannot not talk about your podcast as well because we both um, started our podcast during this time. Yeah. Um, you know, I just personally, I wanted to make sure that I can speak my truth, but also create a space where people. In our communities, uh, people, just people in general, not just in um, uh, the black community, but people in general can come and talk about their experience, especially when it comes to health and entrepreneurship, And because we have so much going on that we don't give ourselves credit. You know, um, I was, one of my first guests on was my man, uh, Ryan Dunn from Basil Me. Um, I have watched... 90% 90 percent of his growth which is crazy because um when we first met he wasn't even close to where he's at now in just that short period of time um I think like two years this man has expanded um his basil me to so many you have so many different areas uh carrying it uh is is out in Cali it's um here in Atlanta. You have um, Augusta, Georgia, and his different stores. He has some some deals uh, in the works. I don't want to say too much because I don't know if he done told people yet. But he has grown so much in a short period of time. Um, I want to create spaces for people like that um, because I think that's people only. Unfortunately, sometimes people only see certain people one way. Mm. But when you realize that we have more in common than we actually believe. You know, you have more people being successful than you actually even know because you're so used to saying, no, this is it. This is their limits. This is all they're going to be. Yeah. You know, that's, so, that's, that's you know, it. that's, I want to make sure I created that space for these people. Even, even, um, going rolling into my uh, second guest, my boy BJ. Um, BJ, is a very reserved guy. Been, we've been friends for over 20-some years. Mm. But BJ had a vision. We came from the same spot. We didn't have the opportunities afforded to us when it came to sports. As far as in a positive um way, uh people really pushing us, not just using sports as a tool, not the only way. And with uh swoops, uh hoops, his his uh nonprofit is also exposing the youth to you can use this as a tool to get your education, to get you in the right places and network, to get in the places where if you do have a business idea, you have people around you that you plant the seed, they help you grow. So that that's major to have people on the show that uh, that can provide this this for, for everyone, not right. just children, but for everyone. You know, I uh, I think that it's a very special. Season one was very special, not just because it was the first season, but how many different individuals we have from different spaces yeah. that are owners, you know, they own what they do. Um, I think that it's very important for people to see that.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, that, I, I really enjoyed that episode too. And it's just, a lot of times people have ideas and you don't know what to do with it until you hear somebody else who's done it. And then it's like, it sparks something. So a lot of people hearing that now they're thinking about, huh, I got an idea for a nonprofit. Let me see how I can give back and help people. So
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And then even, even from having individuals on the front line uh fighting in this pandemic, my homegirl nurse Nikki, um, hearing of her experience from traveling and being in the hot spots, especially in New York, when she was working in New York, when New York was ridiculous, like, um, and just hearing her stories from that, I, I feel like we hear so much on the news, and but these people, we know they're real, but you can't touch them. You can't reach out, yeah. but to have Nikki sitting here talking about what it's like, um, the toll that it takes for caring for people and feeling helpless in a lot of cases yeah. because of this disease, um, this virus has wrecked lives, you know. Um, and didn't have people who don't believe it. <laughs> and 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 people who, you know, are terrified to do anything. So it's like both ends of the spectrum. And hearing hearing that, I thought that was um, that was pretty good. I really enjoyed I enjoy all the episodes, but I really was happy she was she, you know, she was so gracious to sit down with us and just let us know what's what's really going on out there. And it's not just on a CNN or Fox or M S N B C like, this is what really is going on. Yeah. So I really like that episode. That's
1: first-hand experience, like her being a traveling nurse. So she sees it for all those people, like you said, who don't mm-hmm. think this is real. Like, nah, this is someone who sees people die from it. Absolutely. Sees how it affects the families. Sees families having to watch their loved ones from a glass because you yeah. can't go in and hug them and tell them goodbye, you know? Yeah, so yeah. That that that's that was powerful, too. Yeah,
0: that's, that's major. And people don't realize how... Um, how <sighs> sad and hard that is yeah. where well, you can't be with your family in that moment, in that time when they're going to transition and you can't um, you can't do anything at all, you know I can only imagine how that would have been my mother passed two years ago and that's what really sparked the episode of grief and loss and um Just actually recently I got, I just kind of felt more like myself. I realized that I personally was in a deep depression for a very long time because I never dealt with it up front because when it first happened, I was so concerned about making sure that my father was okay, making sure that things with my siblings was done when it was time for me to step up and just um, still going on with life. And I can only imagine if that would have happened at this time right here because even um, being there was hard, but the fact if we couldn't have been by her side when she transitioned, that would have been so tough. Mm. So that sparked that episode, and that was actually I received more personal DMs from that episode than any other episode. Yeah, because people was just saying that things that they was dealing with, and I never knew. You know,
1: um, yeah. I, I like I didn't I didn't reach out to you no, but I listened to that one too. And I I shed a tear on that one. Like mm-hmm. it was it was that was very, very, very touching episode, man.
0: Appreciate it. Yeah. I I at the time, you know, a good friend of mine, his wife just passed away. And um I have known this gentleman for so long. And his wife was such a um beautiful spirit and it just brought everything back. I thought I was okay from moms. And I thought I was doing okay. I was just fine. But when that happened, it hit so close to home, and that it just was like I got to talk about it. And yeah. I have this platform, so when I talk about, it, I'm pretty sure we a lot of people lost a lot of people this year. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, eight people who played a role in my life, um, transitioned this year. Mm. So, you know, I, I just felt like I, I know I'm not alone. Yeah. I'm man. a person, yeah. I know I'm never alone in whatever I'm going through. Um people just don't don't openly share like that, but you're never alone. And I felt like that episode would have been great and uh to help people just, you know, start the conversation.
1: Yeah, man. Grief isn't you know a necessary like a bad thing. Grief is something that is a byproduct of care. Shows that you cared about something deeply, yes. you know? So you're never going to get over losing someone important to you. You just learn how to keep going. Yeah. And use that person as a motivating factor for you to keep going. You know?
0: Absolutely. So absolutely. Um that that we're gonna transition a little bit from grief uh episode to one of my uh favorites, one of my biggest supporters. Um, and I love what she's doing, uh, my girl Nikki. Her episode was—we already knew that was going to happen. Miss Nikki Watson, the CEO and founder of Future Successes, she got our future on lock. Um, helping these, helping the youth, uh, just grow and expand, and giving them, so, opening so many avenues, helping them dream more. You know, I always say, um, if you take away a, a person' dreams, what do they have? Mm. And she is the dream supplier. A um, big shout out to Nikki. That episode was, uh, was great. Um, at the time we was getting gearing up for the uh, youth expo that she held, she holds every year. Uh, even with COVID, we just did it virtual and the speakers was dope. The event was dope. The kids, they were engaged. It was, it was a great, um, it was a great spirit and actually it lifted my spirits because that's when we was really locking down, um, it started and you know, you just you were so unsure about everything. You thought everything was gonna be totally cancelled, you can't be close to anyone. It was so it was a lot of information we still we still don't know about this stuff, but we really didn't know back then yeah. in um in July. So that was definitely uh that was a great episode. And that was that was major. Shout out to Nikki. Um support support uh future successes. I mean it's it's for the youth, man. So make sure you guys look up, check her out, uh follow her. Definitely support that. Um that was a great episode. Uh then and uh, then of course my man Solomon, uh, Songs of Solomon. Hey <laughs> <laughs> that, that episode there to see my boy um start his own thing with the podcast and the network. You know, don't forget the network. Um <laughs> that was definitely major. Um Thank you bro. The, yes, man. Uh, you know, you got to you you the episode especially about uh well, I was actually on uh, about toxic behavior. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh your topics are definitely I love your topics because they're things that people are talking about are they're they talking about behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're not really out front with it. Like, who wants to say, oh, I was toxic? And I'm not saying that's your only episode. One of my favorite episodes is when about outgrowing friends. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a definitely, <laughs> yeah, that's that touch home because unfortunately, well, no, I won't say unfortunately, I have outgrown some relationships. Yeah. You know, we didn't add value to each any to each other anymore right so it was like what are we doing you yeah, know and it doesn't have
1: to be like a you know jarul 50 cent kind of <laughs> we got forever beef it could be like look man you know still wish you the best but you know i'm gonna go this way you gonna go that way I think of saying it was like uh, I, I want i want to see you eat yeah just not at my table that's you know? it that's so, it
0: that's it. That's so true. And I think, you know, I have encountered those friends that I have outgrown. Uh some of them, we still talk every blue moon. And I know they get the vibes. I mean, cuz I'm the type um people be looking for closure. I don't. I let the earth do what it do. Oh man, that's good, man.
1: You know. I wish I'm working on that. That's <laughs> I, I'm I'm working on myself cuz sometimes I still I know you're not always going to get closure, mm-hmm. but there's sometimes like I wish we could tie this up in a nice little bow. Yeah, even though yeah, i know it's not always gonna happen like that yeah, but yeah
0: yeah but Sorry. see I, i'm like the universe did it tied it up because it re, it revealed who that person was yeah so i appreciate you
1: yeah, you know yeah,
0: yeah. that's i don't i don't need a conversation i don't need thank you you that's showed good. me who you are that's who you are and it's cool like, i i don't want any harm to happen. I don't want anything to happen to you. Yeah. It, Cause if it does, it's not on me. It's the universe, and they don't have anything to do with me.
1: That's good, man. I feel like, I mean, it's real. The universe is it. You know, you you see, you see what it is. You see what the deal is. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why is it that sometimes we feel like we need to hear the person say what it yes. was? We we we. I see what you did. Yes. I just want to yeah. hear you say it. Yes. You know. Yes. And it's not always gonna be like that. Sometimes you just got to take what you know and. Go
0: about your business and roll and yeah. and I'm you know my wife jokes about when we talk about my past uh, just things right now she know I'm the king of sliding on like it's like <laughs> nothing she was like yo so what did you do I'm like I just I just left, I left. she was like really <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah I just I just left that, man. I it was that. done you know <laughs> so if it's done it's done like it's no reason to keep. You know, uh, beating that dead horse. Yeah, you thanks. know,
1: so I, I guess if I start hitting you up, you don't be answering. I know yeah, exactly. <laughs> I,
0: just, <laughs> I just slid like, off. I guess he slid off. <laughs> exactly. Just take it at his That's I revealed myself. So you know that was definitely a good episode, and a lot of us deal with it, especially a lot of us when who are when we start getting into serious relationships. You know, um, marriage and whatnot, because then especially when your boys are. Not on that same path. They still out here in these streets. They belong to the streets.
1: Yeah, I lost a couple homeboys because of that, man. Exactly. Like, you know, it, it is. It's weird to me too. It's like you want me pick you over mm-hmm. the woman I'm trying mm-hmm. to marry. Like that's yep. that's weird, man. Like, yep. I don't even understand that. Yep. But yep. You know, some people yep. are so caught up in their own thing they don't see. You know, every other people's journeys. They don't respect other people's journeys. You know? not at all. Like you want me to be out here acting a fool. When I got this great thing right here, yep. I can't do that. Yep. And it's like, as a friend, you should be like, no, I, re- I respect what you're doing, man. I'm not, I don't want you to mess up your situation because I want to be out here acting a fool. Yeah,
0: you know? they don't, they don't, they don't see past their nose, as they say. Yeah. Um, when we did the episode about being uh, the honest and open discussion about marriage, mm-hmm. um, I mean. <sighs> Yeah, now I did get a lot. I got DMs on that one. Not as much as the grief episode. <laughs> but people was like, yo, from women, like, hey, that was good to hear two men sit down and talk, black men talk about marriage, yeah. how much they adore their wives, and what what is really about um, from our perspectives. Now, yeah. I know, of course, I know our perspectives is not everyone. Yeah, of course, of course. But, you know, just to hear it and be put on this platform, Because I always say the best thing that happened to me was me getting married. Because when I found that life partner that has my back, no matter what, going to call me out when I'm wrong. Trust, going to definitely call me out when I'm wrong. But will lift me up also when 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 I make these mistakes and I have these faults, you know, and not trying to change me. Let me be who I am, um, because she realized, like I realized, we're growing, and you're gonna grow. You hope to keep putting in the work to grow together, but you already know it. You know what it is. So that was the best thing, because before then, I belonged to the streets. (laughs) 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 I I was out here doing (laughs) reckless things. Yes, sir. Yeah. So. Exactly, you remember. You, you was there for some of I remember. So. Because so, I was doing it too. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like, yeah. Um, we, yeah, man. You then came a, a, a long way just in growth and maturity yeah. and being open and honest about marriage. You know, it's not always good, but it's darn so not always bad. And it's more yeah. good than bad for me. Yes, sir. Um, I mean, so. A lot of,
1: you don't hear a lot of black men talk about how much they appreciate their women, you know. Oh yeah. You just hear those, oh man that's uh, all the all the <laughs> foolishness, you know. But uh, we need to we need to let it be known how much we appreciate our women. You know, that's
0: that's cool too. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. And um most times we don't for some reason we want to be tough. Um and I don't know put on this whole little Nah. fake facade nah, that okay, society okay,
1: I, I love my woman i love my wife yeah so, <laughs> yeah
0: same here that society tell us what we should be and put us in this box and even speaking of that my brother my good friend uh his episode was next uh my boy cory the photographer extraordinaire uh he just he just recently just got married um in august and that was major man to see uh my boy um lock it down with his life partner um it was beautiful it was a beautiful wedding it was spaced out yes he held the wedding and yes we were there and yes we were smashed up um so that was definitely experience in itself because you would see that on television and then the scrutiny from people like are they still gathering and this dad and the third, but it was outside and it was beautiful. It was on this, yeah. this property that was crazy. The view was crazy. And everybody had fun. Um I was so happy uh for them because uh his wife is amazing. And um, yeah, that was that was that was major, that was a major event. But Corey stepping out of his Comfort zone and starting this business because he's been a photo a photojournalist for 20 years plus now. Oh. Yeah, and for him to say, you know what, I'm going to do this thing on the side because I'm that annoying friend who if I see potential in you, I'm going to keep saying, hey you need to do X, Y, and Z. Have you started X, Y, and Z? And you know that personally, like yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, my yes, friend, sir. everybody else know that. Yes, I'm going to keep pushing you because it's like what you waiting for? Yeah. And he probably got tired of me I was like, I'm going to do this thing because I'm tired of hearing his mouth. But I'm sure it was other <laughs> things. But I'm pretty sure that was a little part of it too. <laughs> but, you know, for him to step out and do that, I thought it was really, really dope. Um, just, you know, betting on yourself. You know, that's always a good thing. Uh, just like you, bet on yourself with your podcast. Yeah. Um, Being a, being a,
1: you said annoying friend that's not nah, that's the definition of friendship is to push someone to be better than what they are currently so that's that's what you want in a friend so to tell yeah. you sometimes what you don't want to hear to make yeah. you better yeah. and it's coming from a genuine place of care so nah it's not annoying yeah yeah that's, yeah. A, that's a great thing man. yeah
0: yeah, yeah. I, uh, well thank you I'm pretty sure at the time a lot of people don't think so but, <laughs> <laughs> but definitely thank you um yeah, I know that I stacked the deck because a lot of the people on the show was we I have personal relationships with. So I I guess that's a great thing that these people was it is a great thing. And I guess it's a great thing that these people took time their time and said, yo, let me do this little show. Um and and for my boy. And even my boy Jarian from elementary school was the next guest. Uh, and he, he is my, he is who I look to in the industry and fitness because Jaren was, he came, we came from the same spot, same, same neighborhood, not too far from each other. Um, and Jaren owns, um, at one time owned two gyms, but now the gym he owned now, he can put both of those old gyms into that one gym in Jacksonville and trains, professional athletes, from small kids to the elderly. Like, he does big things, technology aspect of it. Um, Yeah, Jaron is a big dog in fitness and performance. Um, So having him on the show was a major deal because of the simple fact of ownership. Um, He, yeah, he is really a boss. Because I always say he... He's a boss because he really taught taught me a lot about fitness and the responsibility of caring for others. Because, you know, I saw my man Dame Dash, um, you know, in an interview the other night saying that a boss, you can't be selfish. Because mm. you can't. You, you if We have people work for you. You got to take care of them first. If you're selfish, you're not a boss, you know. Yeah you know you have to you have to be in jerry definitely is a boss because whenever i hit his line i don't care how busy he is he get back to me it can be a simple question he'll get back to me and if he can't we can't talk he'll shoot me a text so i appreciate that brother for coming on um just uh uh just for him being a stand-up guy and always showing me support and helping me get through this business of fitness um, so definitely shout out to my boy Jarian. Um uh the next episode uh was actually the talk where you and I again um just talked about everything. We recapped mm-hmm. the week. Um that was uh yeah, that was a that was a <laughs> that was a different kind of episode. Got some DMs about that as well, too. <laughs> because People's like, yo, y'all really talked about that and put that out there? Like, you know, I always always say that I don't discredit anyone's experience, mm-hmm. um, but I know that our experience is unique uh, from a lot of other people who are in this country and it's just because of the very complicated history that we have with this country um, so things that I'll say, and you may say, um, it's going to be different. A lot yeah. of people are not going to be on the same. They're not going to even understand why we say what we say when they look at the lives that we have, because I actually had somebody tell me that you shouldn't be upset. You could. <laughs> 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 Like Why are you? like you you know like it's not that hard you got like it's so hard you don't know what hard is and I'm like wow um Mm. yeah
1: yeah I don't think it's about being upset it's just the fact that you see that even though things have progressed there's still a lot that still needs to be done Mm -hmm. you know so it's not about being angry it's just about being accountable yep you know
0: yep Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause you if you think about it, it's like, yo, um, I for me to be so called good, you don't know how much I had to sacrifice to get here. Actually sacrifice myself. self. Yeah. Um bite my bottom lip till it bleed hmm. because of nonsense. And when I did speak out, I had to wait till I got to a spot. Now I'm in a spot now where I can say what I want to say, but I had to get there. Yeah. We it's tricky for us. You know, um, we don't have the privilege to again express our true feelings. Yeah. Um, so I had to figure that game out because nobody gave me that blueprint. You know, and if they did give me the blueprint, it was an old one. Hmm. You know, yeah. so that one don't work anymore. Yeah. Uh, so we definitely had to figure that thing out. And a lot of us a lot of us, you know, especially in our age group, because a lot of us are either deep into our careers just starting our careers uh thinking about already getting out of them (laughs) so so we we're we're making this we're making this up as we go you know it's like uh uh being uh scrambling you know you're a quarterback and you're scrambling you don't know everything I'm broke now you got to make it happen so that's what that's what we that's what we're doing here um one of my uh the next episode uh was definitely that was a, that was good with my girl Tonda, um the mm-hmm. elf fear chick uh tanda is we've been friends for quite some time and uh speaking with her about just awareness and self-defense and her book um her making actually having a book which is so dope um when you're an author, I, cause I'm a reader. So when I anybody who is an author and I meet them and I dig their work, it's just like I'm meeting a star. Like some people <laughs> will be like of a of a, a rapper, or a sports figure, Um but I think that's major. And to see one of my friends do that, who that's that's big. But the F fear chick, that was a great episode. Just for you know the tips that she was providing um, was major. So make sure you support her, look her up, follow her on all social um media platforms. Um she does classes to show you how to get out of situations. And a lot of situations be happening for sure. Um that especially now this day and age, it seems like uh, the world is kind of sped up when it comes to senseless ridiculousness. Yeah. Um so you have to be vigilant you have to be aware you have to make sure that you protect yourself at all times and she provided a lot of a lot of great information from just a background of being a police officer um starting her own thing being traveling all over the world seeing things um experiencing things outside of the country within the country so that was a great episode um and you know just definitely shout out make sure you check that out if you haven't checked that episode out uh we next episode was my man jamie uh jamie calls um big my, my my little brother doing big things coach of buffalo um university of buffalo men's basketball team uh we so we talked about the ncaa run uh, uh, what last year? Um, how deep they went in the tournament, which was so exciting and major. We communicated every night. Okay. Um, <laughs> after, after the game, we shooting DMs, text messages, whatever we can. Uh, that was just major to see somebody that you saw grow. You know, he's a little younger than I, but to see him grow up in his love of basketball and how much basketball has done because he used it as a tool. It wasn't the end goal, it was the byproduct to get the life that this man is leading now. So, uh, he did it, he did it, I feel perfect. Uh, Perfectly, because that man used that. He didn't let the game use him, so uh, sitting down and talking to him um, was definitely dope. Uh, That was a dope episode, make sure you check that one out, with my man Jamie Uh, Quarles, Coach Quarles, um, just, you know, big things, University of Buffalo talking about also we discussed how things changed with the pandemic and how they was gonna have to move forward with training cap and whatnot. We know we got seasons and started back and now we have kind of figured it out. And I feel like uh the NBA kind of led the way on that with this whole bubble thing and the spacing and whatnot. So uh that was definitely interesting to sit down and talk about. So make sure you guys check that out. Um also a big Netflix movie that I brought my man on again, Solomon. Solomon has been that guy. <laughs> um, the first season. We discussed the social dilemma. Yeah. Uh, yo, that was crazy.
1: Crazy. Just seeing how we, we, we get manipulated, you know? Yeah, and absolutely. Not even not even realizing it.
0: Absolutely. The strings
1: being pulled behind the scenes.
0: <laughs> yes, and it was so... What was crazy about that though is like they wasn't denying it. Like they was really like, yo, we doing this to keep you on here. If you stay on here all day, so (laughs) what? So be it. Cause we, we getting paid. Yeah. You're going to end up buying something. You probably don't even want because you're going to keep seeing that ad because you liked it on a whole nother platform, a whole nother search engine. So let me remind you about you looking at them, them headphones or whatever it was. Um, yeah. It's like, that was crazy to me. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know it was that deep. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's millions and billions of dollars that they make off our attention. Yeah. Um, so, that's definitely, uh, yeah, that's not that's not good. You know, we talk about, I talk about mental health, you know, because that's major to me. Background is is psychology and the physical. But uh, seeing that from that aspect, it's like, what is this going to? how are we going to be in 10, 10 years from now? Like seriously, we still don't know the effects of what looking at a screen all day does to us. You know, we don't know. People don't realize how new this is. This is so new. So to see that, yeah, the stat the deck is stacked against you. Uh, With that, you know, you have to take social media breaks. Of course, I'm on social media like everybody else. I try my best to just to promote, what we do and get off that thing. um I just put my phone and stuff away. A lot of people be tripping because when they be trying to contact me, I only be close. I get them the next day, but mm. I try to make sure I space, give it a break because I know we know the setup now. Yeah. You know, yeah,
1: take a break. You know, if if there's something on there that's agitating you that you see is always getting you riled up, like unfollow it or you know block it you know protect your mental health cuz yes. this stuff is it's not a joke yes and and these people are are getting rich off of the fact that you keep coming on to this same site getting mad yes <laughs> you know they like they don't care that it's upsetting you they just care that you keep coming back mm-hmm. so stop going if it absolutely. if it's doing that much damage to your spirit just leave it alone
0: absolutely absolutely um I, the next episode was perfect. Following that up was with my home girl, uh, miss Frost Bailey, the uh, uh, the health dealer. Where mm-hmm. we were talking about just overall health period, her journey to get where she was, uh, actually becoming a wellness coach. I won't even say a personal trainer. She's a wellness coach. And with that, you know, just focusing on mental health and physical health and spiritual health, uh, we both are in the same lane on that To because you're not just one one thing. You yeah. are so many things. So we discussed just things that you can do to help, you know, taking a moment. Um, actually, how she worked out uh, doing her pregnancy, things she did after her pregnancy. So... Definitely check that episode out because your body change, um, your mind changes and everything um, just with age. But she talked about her experience as how it changed when she uh, was was pregnant and after she had the birth of a son. So that I was definitely a, a good episode. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I, I know what to, I know what to look for. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. So it's like you um you have to things change and you have to be ready for the, ready for that and how she embraced it uh, I think was such a beautiful thing so that was definitely a good one a good episode um with uh the health dealer and I love I love her name I think that that's just mm-hmm. a, such a dope uh name um uh then we talked we went into my man David uh Avery Jr uh real estate real estate beast my man David been in the game quite some time and he gave a lot of a lot of gems if you are trying thinking about buying your first property listen to the episode because he broke it down you know like he gave a lot of valuable information about things that you need to look for and things that you need to do in the episode so shout out to david for doing that and i know it's it's crazy how it took us a while to even get the episode like really recorded and done because david is so busy like this pandemic uh, again, I know it hurt a lot of people, but a lot of people got really, really rich and really wealthy doing this, and especially in real estate. Um, don't be scared of real estate. Like you don't, you can only work so many hours for somebody's job, but you have as many properties as you want. It's up to you if you mm. can handle it. So think of it that way. Like people run from real estate and this, that, and the third. Don't get in over your head, but it's definitely a space where you can go to and get things done like that is such a a, a vessel to generational wealth um for his uh real estate like it's really really it's it's dope so make sure you check the episode out shout out to my man david avery he gave you contact information if you do want to work with him uh check that out on that episode because um he's based out of augusta georgia and um yeah, he's doing major things. David got a lot of things going on, and we do, we went into detail discussing that on the show, um, on his episode, and just him being an owner of what he does. You know how he how he got in the game, how he built up his uh, his reputation, worked hard, and just making some major things happen. He got a lot of major things that's going down in Augusta, Georgia. Looking forward to that. Um, is my man David. Uh, again, shout out to my brother Forgiven for taking time to do the episode. Um, and you all know that I'm very big on ownership, uh, owning your name, owning what you do, owning your content by any means necessary. So it was only right to have my girl Arnisha Wright on here, who is a, she owns a freaking basketball team. That's
1: major. <laughs> like, that's just, <laughs> that's,
0: that's, that's crazy. She's an owner and a general manager of the Georgia Soul. A professional women's basketball team we talked about her journey again someone who used basketball as a tool to create a beautiful life um uh being in the game over 20 years uh and just what it takes to perform at that level that was such a great and insightful episode to see it hear it from that perspective um that was that was definitely dope because i didn't know that what all, I knew that it was a lot of hard work but I didn't know that what was all entailed into being an owner and getting things done um, which was uh, was you know, very enlightening yeah. because again, people just see an owner up in a booth but how she was breaking it down about how support is so important how this caused the pandemic affected everything but it definitely affected I, um, sports especially women's sports, because they don't get supported like they should. Like, I feel like they should. Um, they Like, they don't get paid as much. We're talking about that, which yeah. is crazy. Um, that definitely should be happening because the work that they put in, they deserve to get paid. They deserve to be able to take care of their families. Period. We, we not, still shouldn't even be
1: having this conversation. Exactly. You know, it's exactly. ridiculous.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's not up for discussion. Period. So, that was great to hear about her experiences. Another Augusta native um, I've known her for over twenty years, and just to see her growth as well—um, for being old, to, being old, little skinny Nisha to becoming uh, a beast, uh, military, um, a mom, uh, a, a owner, uh, a, just an overall boss. Uh, so I thought it was definitely major. And then uh, next episode was with my running coach, which was so dope, Miss Meg. Uh. Man, Run With Meg is the app that she has. Meg, um, that was just majorly actually, again, another person who's busy and was so gracious to sit down with t- with the fitness corner and talk about her journey of creating an app and one of the best-selling apps, Run With Meg, Um that she just flourished in 2020. Someone else who, when other people was just like, yo, what I'm going to do, this hit hurt, she was just like, she was skyrocketing like yeah. crazy. And she discussed her journey. Uh, another uh, a native from right here in the Atlanta area, and um, a Georgia State alum, and how she just she just went and bet on herself. And she was like, "This is what I'm going to do." She was working with a company, and it didn't work out. And you know, she didn't take it as, "Yo, this is the end of me." This is just the beginning. And she took her tools and she learned and she flipped it to create. Run With Meg um, again definitely check that app out Um, my wife uh, also uses that um, app and we both have improved our running we big runners in this household so that you know I wouldn't be talking about it if it ain't worked so you make sure you check out that episode and you check out the Run With Meg app Um, and again talking about people losing jobs and things happened this year and people getting jobs and Jobs not being prepared and whatever have and not being not feeling stable in the jobs that a mm. lot of people who had who actually have now. You know, a lot of people uh, reached out to me, we discussed that, um, just not being sure. So I had to bring my man Jonathan on. He was the next episode. My man been working in HR for 20 years plus now in the federal system at the VA. He was there, you know, he has moved on to another federal position now. But he was dropping gems on how to just employment. You know, he he was giving some some gems on what your resume should look like, especially if you want to get into the federal system. Um, so that was a great episode for people who are still trying to find job. I just uh, who are who are unemployed. I just want better employment. Definitely listen to that episode because he was giving out a lot of good gems on that one. My man Jonathan Norris. Shout out to him for, again, taking time to sit down with the Fitness Corner to discuss that, you know, being an HR uh, supervisor, um, a man running things in the HR. So, definitely, he know what he he's talking about. He ain't just, you know, running his <laughs> mouth. So, check that episode out. That was definitely a good episode. Um, our next episode was my homegirl, Keevon Hardy. She is she's a boss. <laughs> just period. <laughs> Keevon is... I'll uh, through a mutual friend, my girl, Nikki, she introduced, uh, introduced us. And I'm telling you, we actually did a boot camp last month, gearing up to do another boot camp collab with, uh, uh, she helps out new entrepreneurs. Um, she helped out all entrepreneurs, but definitely want to focus on people in a, when they first start, because when we first start, we have a lot of doubt and you, you looking at everything. It's like, I always say it's like you sitting there, you standing, and when it's raining and you look up, all the raindrops falling on you. <laughs> it's like you like you don't know where to go, you don't know what to do. There's so much coming at you, and to have somebody like Kevon Hardy um, to break it down and say, "Hey, this is what we need to go, this is what we need to do." Um, is major. And her episode, she breaks she she breaks that down, gives a lot of gems about what you should do and how you should move as an entrepreneur. And, um, especially in the beginning of this thing. So you can have longevity. Yeah. Um, I really think that that episode was, you know, Hey, uh, I've been in the game for a minute and the things that she was saying, I had to go and check and better some of those aspects of, uh, take school of fitness. Cause I'm like, yo, I'm slacking. And I said, she really knows what she's talking about. And her story was definitely dope, especially with her nonprofit and why she started it. Um, you know, giving back is definitely, um, that's it. I always tell people, I am working to get to the point where I can just give it all away. And a lot of people understand that and they think it's crazy, but I feel like we're here for service. And if you don't believe that, then, you know, that's fine. But I'm here for service. Yeah, man. You know, because somebody did it about. for me. Yeah, so somebody did it for me. So I got to, that's my that's my obligation to the ancestors. Yeah, I, I have to give it to the next. So for that you know that aspect also of the nonprofit is definitely major um you know so we that was a great episode uh Kevon um definitely check that out um I also being a vegan and working out I run people say why do you run I say well I run because I like to eat yeah. <laughs> so the next episode was my man chef Livingston Bedminster. go by Chef Levy, my man Chef Levy, which I well, if you follow my page, he's probably our food and his food, and unless we're traveling, is like the only food I share. Like, mm-hmm. this man is amazing. He is self-taught. He's a self-taught chef. Mm. Like, yeah. Like, that's that's major. And he does it, oh my gosh. If you all could taste the food... <laughs> Oh my, yes, Chef is one of the, Chef as far as vegan food. People who have tried it, vegans, we know that it takes a minute sometimes to get your spot because some people can't make vegan food taste. They don't put any flavor in it at all. But my man, Chef Levy, boy, boy, he did a Thanksgiving, um, uh, a, a Thanksgiving meal um this year i was hoping he did i was really like leaning on him to do it he announced on the show that he was doing it and i was so happy because last year last year and the year before that my man chef like that thanksgiving food was so good and i love when we introduce it to individuals who are not vegan i think vegan food is horrible you know what i mean they be like, oh, I ain't eating that. Enough, but grass, you eat. And when they taste Chef Levy food, whoo, game changer. Yes, they be like, yo, what is this? This is not. This is not plants. You, this is meat. What is this? The macaroni and cheese. I can go on for this whatever. But this man, his story is amazing. How he started cooking when he was twelve years old. Um, He's been cooking for quite some time. Uh, I don't want to say how long, I don't want to give out his H, but (laughs) man, been in the game for a minute. And, um, you know, that was definitely a dope episode because he just is coming off of a movie set. um, He spoke a little bit about that, couldn't say too much, which I thought was amazing itself because he told me how uh, most of the people, it was 50 50 when it first started, where you had meat eaters and the vegans. And by the end of the shoot, by the end of the movie, Uh, everybody want the vegan food because that's how good this man is. Like chef. Yeah. He's one of my favorite chefs. Definitely. Um, chef Levy is the man we go to when we want things catered or whatever. So make sure you check him out. He is based here in Atlanta. Um, he does pop-ups and trust. I'm going to start sharing them on the page. So you all know, um, because you don't want to miss this. If you're in the area, you better check it out. If you're in town, when he does a pop-up, um, And also him being an owner and creating lanes for other people also in the industry, uh, which I think is major. Um, Again, each one teach one. That's right. And um, ownership. But I will always say on this show, ownership. You're going to hear me say that a lot because that's major. Another one of my friends who, the next episode who I grew up with, who is an owner of a freaking uh, cosmetology school. You know, and one thing... You Know people want to look good, and <laughs> she added also my girl Santrice Militant, another Augusta native, have known her for over 20 years. Uh, grew up in neighborhoods like really right down the street from each other, but she added another element this year. Um, again, some people grew doing this thing. She added barber school to a cosmetology school, so now she has barber school up in there, and like wow. All I can say is wow, I'm very impressed. She discussed the reason why her school is located where it's located, what she she's definitely is big and given to the community. And that's why she where she's at. Cause everybody's like, why didn't you go this side? Why didn't you go that side of a of Augusta? And she's like, No, I need them as much as they need me. That's right. So that was major um for her to even be located where she's located in uh, we discussed how COVID affected her industry and affected her personally, and that was a great episode in itself there, because uh, you know just the fact that I have again when you watch people that you that you care for and you cool with and you see them grow, yeah, it's such a beautiful thing, and to see her growth um, was just so dope. The fact to owning the cosmetology school and providing opportunities for people where it wouldn't be, yeah you know, any opportunity for. Um, so that was definitely a great episode. Make sure you check that out, support her. Um, you know, if you if that's the the area and the space you feel like you want to go into, go ahead and check it out and sign up for her classes. Um, she accepting people now, so make sure you check that out. Um, definitely support Miss Centrice Militant. Um, in Augusta, Georgia, the cosmetology school. Check the episode out. A lot of great uh gems on there as well about how she got the business, how she started, um, what keeps her going, uh, what her the next mission is. So definitely check that episode out. Another one of my friends, big boss, uh Doran Harris, big man, the art dealer. Yo, tell you how dope so how, how dope Doran is. Um this brother designed help design uh my first uh my first logo like way back in the day you know we go way back when i sat there and i remember when i was on my diddy i was on my diddy stuff back then so i was (laughs) yelling and I'm a savage, you know. Uh, Making them run, get some
1: cheesecakes. Exactly, they're going to get cheesecakes,
0: you know what I mean? I was having the meat back then, I was doing the Subway thing, you know, I still was, I still was, I was healthy, quotation mark, so I was making them go to Subway and get me subs. Um, But... I was on my Diddy stove, so I'm yelling and ranting, and Doran's sitting there looking at me like, this guy's crazy. This is what I want. I want to be like bad boy. I want to be simple. I want to be clean. I'm going in like this and I'm paying this man $75. That was a joke. <laughs> 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 you, you demanding all this stuff and you only got $75. That was a long time ago. Humble so, beginnings. Exactly. Very humble beginnings, just starting out. But um Doran is man, this brother is a graphic designer. Um He's, a, he's, a, he's just an artist. He's a rapper, you know, beats and music. And he grew up in a very musical family, which I didn't even know. That's another thing so great about all about this platform is I learned more about the people that I've been around for so long. Because I feel like we always growing and grinding and moving yeah. and grooving that we never sat down and asked these questions. Like I didn't know that his mother is classically trained as a, um, as a classical pianist. Like, that was just so dope. I was like, yo, um, I didn't know that. He was talking about how he thought that that was not even a big thing back then. So he didn't take it seriously at all when you have that right there in front of your face. And he just didn't take it seriously at all. And, um, you know, we discussed that. We discussed his albums. Like, this man has work. You go to Apple. This man is on Apple. You know, um, I... one of his, my favorite album is I'm Not Ross. Um, that, that is fire, uh, period. He just dropped the EP uh, last Friday. Make sure you check it out, called The Art District. Um, Doran just dope, overall dope. I appreciate him for taking his time. This man even got like, he got into cooking during the pandemic. So he got Sauces coming out next year, early 2021. I say he just. I just feel like if he touch it, he's so creative. If he touch it, it's gonna come out, yeah. and I need that energy because I'm the same way. If I say it, I'm gonna do it. You know, it may not happen on your time, may not happen on their time, but it's gonna happen on my time. So you know, it, it, it's come, it's coming out. You know, yeah. so that was definitely uh, great to wrap up the first season. The last episode uh, was with my man Doran. It was another one, kind of it was going to happen just you know and season two coming up we got some major hitters um coming on looking forward to it um uh, other areas i'm trying my best to just get other areas so people can see that it's success everywhere it's success everywhere if you just take a look you know so that's that's one thing um season two is going to really really Be about so if you be like oh they talked about this subject last week now they going (laughs) way over here yeah I want to show success in every spaces every space every space spaces every space you know um, because we're there we're there and we're we're not just you know just hanging out we're making moves Um, we're gonna do more videos Uh, you know people were requesting videos for the season two so. We're going to do more videos when we can, you know, cause also we still social distance and whatnot, but if not, then we definitely do zoom. So we're going to make sure that that happens so you can see the face of these individuals. Um, I'm going to be traveling. So check us out. We're going to be going to different areas, interviewing people doing this thing. Can't wait. Um, I definitely want to show, you know, really talk about the appreciation that we have for all our listeners across the world because that's another thing too that was so major to us that we didn't even realize that was being played in all over the world like in so many different countries so many different spaces it was crazy like uh i mean we in mexico we in puerto rico we in ireland malaysia the u.s version island switzerland uh italy the united kingdom germany and singapore mm. So, so that's a little light flex on you. Too yeah. Right well, there, just, 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 a a on just A little light flex on just a little light flex in a national. <laughs> yeah. Like we, this ain't no local. This ain't no local. We ain't local. This, this ain't in the barbershop. Yeah, this is worldwide. Exactly. Exactly. This ain't your little local little, uh, little show there. It's big time. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that just want to really say, we really do appreciate you period because you don't have to, you don't have to listen to us. You know, you don't have to take your time out to listen to these programs. Um, these episodes we try to make them short you know this is probably the longest one that we're going to have on uh, record here and it's just the fact because i wanted to recap and show the appreciation appreciation of every episode because again i know every last one is special and not just because it's on this show it's just that the fact that you have all these individuals who have they saw it they manifested it and it came to it came true yeah You know, to me, that's special. It takes special individuals to say, I'm going to do something and actually do it. Follow through is one of the biggest things. Follow through kills, not having follow through kills more dreams than anything else. Mm. You know, so to have these people who have, they say, yo, I'm going to do this and they do it. It's like, Wow you know that's that special. So I wanted to I know I broke down every episode. Yes, you go back and you listen to every episode because they drop gems on every last one. If you ever thought about starting a nonprofit, several several of the individuals on here, they have their own nonprofits. They tell you how to get in the game. They tell you how to do it. I'm actually going to have somebody on to speak just all about nonprofits, how to do it, uh paperwork and all. That'll be on season 2 so if you want to do a nonprofit, you can do that you want to get in fitness hey we here i had other fitness professionals come on you want to um just hear about open about open honest discussions about different topics we had that going on me and my man solomon definitely we're gonna have more people on next season discussing that you want to get in the uh industry of you want to say you know what i want to do cosmetology i want to become a chef i want to whatever you want to do. Um, almost we had, we had individuals on here, you know, so make sure you check it out. Tips about getting employment, creating your own space to hire people and what you should look for the HR episode. So again, make this, uh, make sure that you check this, you check these episodes out. We're trying to make sure it's a gumbo. We mixing up here. We want you to be able to tune in and get value. You know, I just don't want to, I'm not just on here just talking, just to be talking. I want you to get value from it. And if you you not, and if you are, reach out and let us know. I am, please, we take recommendations. So don't uh, feel like you can't reach out and I'm not going to respond. Trust me. You ask anybody who done reached out, I have responded to. I have added that. If it's add value to the show, it has been on here. So keep, please, please, um, you know, um, Keep listening. Uh, We really do appreciate you all, every last one of you, every last one of the listens. Actually, we we hit the thousand mark a while back. I didn't even discuss it, I forgot to even bring it up. But thank you for all of the listens. That's major. Because again, I I manifested this, it happened. This is just on a whim like, yo, let's do a podcast. Let's see if we can make this happen. Let's get entrepreneurs in here. Let's talk about health. Let's make it fun. Let's make sure that we keep people, uh, uh, int- let's keep their interest. So uh, we definitely appreciate you all. You know, I, I can't, I can, you know, I can't stop saying it because it means it's very special to me because I know how time is. Time is very valuable and you don't have to listen. So I appreciate every last one of you. Um, season two coming soon. You all know I definitely do a promo. I'll pop it up when it's going to drop but be be looking out for that one. Cause we got a major first episode. We have a sex, uh, therapist on. So we starting off with a bang. Um, my, uh, good friend, Dr. Uh, I N a, uh, Ferguson. She will definitely be on, uh, discussing her practice, what she does. Um, so look forward to episode one of season two coming soon. Uh, drop the promo on that one that's coming. Um, looking forward to that. Um, I just want to say thank you uh, for always being supportive always listening uh before we get out of here my man solomon do you have anything you want to add yeah man just
1: congratulations on the podcast you know you're doing a great job i enjoy listening uh, i've seen the growth from the beginning to now uh, my wife listens you know we, we sit down together eating dinner listening you know oh. so uh, you making making an impact on people even if you know people don't tell you thank you I'm telling you thank you it's appreciated we need it love you bro keep it up
0: thank you bro and always love you too bro and the same for you because like I say you're what you're doing people don't even you know you definitely need to tune in to Sol- songs of Solomon like you definitely need to check that out um, we have to support each other and I always remember support is a verb Okay. <laughs> so always remember that. Uh, but I want to thank you again. Um, thank you as always. Thanks for all of your support. Make sure that you check out and keep following Tate School of Fitness. Uh, Tate School of Fitness 1. Fitness Corner Podcast. Um, also the Instagram. All, the, all of those Instagram pages. Ernest Tate on Facebook. Uh, the Cooking Show on YouTube. Uh, more videos coming up. I just don't do the podcast. We have, we train people. So we're getting into that new year. You know, people want to get fit, stay fit, whatever. So hit us up for that. We got new programs coming on. Um, so look out for that on our website, tastegoofitness.com. Uh, again, much love. Peace. I hope you all end the year off with a bang. Um, I know it's been a tough one, but we you made it. So be happy about that. Because there's some people who didn't, and they're not with us anymore. So celebrate the day. you know. Celebrate the minute. Celebrate the second, because you don't know. Celebrate each other. Love the people who love you. Point to them as much as they point to you, because you never know. But I love you. I appreciate you all. And as always, thanks for all the support. And have a fit day.